welcome to the Unraveled Academy podcast. This is a place where artists can speak openly and candidly about their creative journey, and we are so happy that you are here. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Co Hodges, one of the founders of Unraveled Academy, and this is my better half, Sarah Driscoll. Hey. <laughs> uh, today, we have quite the treat for you as we will be interviewing the amazing Adri De La Cruz. Not only is she an incredible artist, uh, but she is the creator and owner of Dear Photographer blog and magazine. And in addition to that, she has taught two courses for us at Unraveled um, and is a key member of our community. And she is also a volunteer for our nonprofit, Spectrum Inspired. And she has just given so much of her heart to both entities. And for that, we are just so grateful. So thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness, that was an intro. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you so much for us. We are we love much. Oh my god, I love you guys. Thank you so much, Kel. Oh. And I'm so excited to be on this podcast and I'm super nervous, so I hope <laughs> I don't like blab a whole story about my dog or something and we get off topic <laughs> that's all right we can edit that out that's the, oh, that's awesome. the beauty of it right <laughs> oh, <yay. laughs> we have airbrushing techniques we're yes, just fine perfect. but truly, we've never really had to do too much of that because these interviews are very candid and we just want you to speak from the heart and uh, talk about our creative journeys together and uh, it's going to be awesome so Yay. with that, why don't we go ahead and just dig in? We actually want to talk about your beginnings. Like, uh, Tell us a little bit about where your creative journey started. Where, how did you start? You know, I think that like being sort of like, I don't want to call myself a leader in like this industry, but like someone that has, you know, featured so many artists, I've, I've asked this question often and every time I get an answer and I think, or I read through their answers, like I learned something additional about myself. And I think that my creative journey started as a kid. You know, I used to start it as being a mom, but I think that it really roots down to me, to where I came from. And, you know, like, um, being a part, being a child of divorce and being a child that was brought over from another country and immigration and all that has truly shaped and, you know, cultivated some some form of like artisthood in me. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I, you know, I came, I come from like incredibly humble beginnings. Like we, I grew up without like any running water and it was really hard, you know, growing up. So in school, there wasn't a lot of creative um, things to do. So I remember like one time I put on a random play, like I made all these kids <laughs> <laughs> join me for a play. And, you know, they were just like, they just went along with it. And then after that I did dancing and, you know, I came over to the U S and in high school, I took every single type of creative elective under the sun like ceramics and uh, drawing and art and, you know, fashion, marketing and all that stuff that was because I think at the core of who I am, I was always meant to be someone that made something. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, you know, where it started for me because I, you know, coming from such humble beginnings, I didn't see 
like a lot of choices in my spectrum. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like after high school, you start work and that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I commend people who do that. And a lot of my friends do that. And I've had to do that, you know, before getting married and doing everything else. Like we don't have a lot of choices. So thinking about being right. creative, that is you know, it was, it's always just been a part of me. So I don't think I had an option, but it was kind of like, how do I make money from this? Yep. Right. Exactly. So, so yeah, my creative journey has just been like, oh, a bunch of stuff that has shaped me. And once, you know, obviously I had a kid and it was like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this child. I want to capture right. everything. Yes. So it, it became kind of like a obsession of capturing yes. them and following the light and just being Absolutely. immersed into that baby and seeing it all unfold. So I think that that is how so many people kind of start in that people who are creative just feel that overwhelming need to create their whole lives, you know? And I think a lot of people who um, start their own photography businesses or creative businesses, you know, it all started when we were younger and we just couldn't kind of like fight the need to create stuff. We didn't know what we wanted to create, but we just wanted to create, you know? So it's interesting how a lot of us started like that. Hell yeah. And I think it's so interesting. I love that you said that you learned something new each time you asked that question of another artist, because for so long, my answer has always been, oh, when my kids were born, my kids were born. And, and, and yes, and that's such a huge part of it, just like you were saying, but we were creatives before that. And it almost gave us permission to learn and to grow. I was like, okay, now I have an outside reason outside of myself to create something. And so, so many of us are like, oh, we're mom togs or we picked up a camera when our kids were born. But then it started so much earlier than that. I know for me, I literally, I drew pictures of monsters and I sold them door to door when I was six. Like I was an entrepreneur at six. (laughs) Like I was like, buy my monster pictures that are amazing. Right. And, uh, and, you know, so it's like, it started so much younger than just the motherhood journey. It just, you know, was exemplified by that. Yeah. So and I, I feel that. like a lot of people don't give that credit to it. It's like right. you're shaped by every single experience you've been through. And that's really where your creative journey starts. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. how old were you when you came to the U.S.? Oh, God. I, the first time I was in third grade so I had to be in like bilingual classes and then of course my mother she just wanted to go back she was homesick and then I went home and I was it it was kind of like out of body experience because in the U.S. you're propelled to like something greater and that doesn't mean that like Mexico's education isn't like full and rich and incredible but it's just such a different world so going back to like where there is no, there was no pavement on the roads. Right. And it just feels like, holy crap, like I'm just, I am meant to be, do something more with myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, a child, you have to follow where your parents were. So then I came back in sixth grade and that was where I stayed. So I was like yeah. 11, 10, where I finally stayed here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, and I love I love that part of you and I feel like it makes you so unique. And it even in your body of work, I feel like even though maybe not a lot of people know that about you, um, I still see it and I feel it through your work, truly. Oh, thank you. I hope so. I mean, I think that I've had a lot of like 
trying to assimilate to the this culture where I've had a lot of like I don't want to get off topic but like um <laughs> trying to make my Mexicanism be less <laughs> loud because I wanted to assimilate you know what I mean right. I wanted like I grew up like wanting to learn all these incredible words so that I could speak well and I wouldn't have an accent and you know, just shutting my Mexican part. And like, now that I'm older, it's like, why the hell did you do that? Like, my culture is so beautiful and so grand. And I don't want to do that anymore. Oh, I love that. I love that. That gave me chills. What what is the biggest challenge for you, do you think, during your creative journey and starting your business? Oh, my goodness. I think that a lot of us that are creative struggle with that business side of it, like the number side of it, because a lot of us just want to make, you know, we don't want to be worried about the bookkeeping and all that crazy tax crap. <laughs> yep. I think that that's probably the biggest challenge to this day. It's managing the business part of it and like making sure that I know my worth. And when it comes to clients trying to like give me a smaller number about my worth, how to say no, you know, that is not okay. I have put a lot of time and effort into my craft and I am not going to sell for anything less. Yep. Boom. Absolutely. <laughs> Interview over. No. <laughs> no, it's so true. Um, and in that regard, if you could give one piece of advice to your beginner self, what would it be? I think just pretty much being open to failure. Yeah. I think that failure failure just comes it just hits you so hard. Yeah. Like whether it's in your personal life or you know in your creative life you're just like not you don't want to hear about it. Like you don't and and a lot of people don't share it. So it's like when it happens to you or you go do something that you feel like you've let yourself down or others around you down. You're just so hard about it, but it's like you need to embrace failure because that is going to make you such a better person. Like it's going to make you grow creatively because you're going to just work your butt off to never be in that predicament again. Mm. And it's just going to propel you to figure out things quicker, to work more efficiently, to just be more of a badass because you don't want to <laughs> fail, you know, yeah. and you have right. to go through that because if you haven't failed, then you haven't done anything. So those, that's pretty much my thing. Those that don't fail do not put their hearts on the line. No doubt. And failure is inevitable. And like, if you look at any of the, like the really, truly great people in business or great entrepreneurs or great artists, they all, 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 all have failed multiple Mm -hmm. times and even thousands of times. And, and to embrace that as a level of humanity and even more so in the creative industry, failure is inevitable. And instead of just closing off to that, not talking about it, be open to it and lean into it. I, I love that. Yeah. And I think that, um, oh goodness, I had this crazy thought and now it disappeared (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry I I was actually gonna say how um 
how interesting it is as like a mother too with failure because I know it's so easy to want to just like protect your children from failure and like not allow them to do things that they may or may not fail at um and I think every time one of my kids do see failure or face failure they learn so much from it and after the fact I'm always like oh okay so it is good you know but it's so hard as a mother and an artist to embrace all sides of that you know Yes, it is super hard to just roll with it, but I think it's all about the recovery, like right. how graceful you live through that and how you come at it at the end, you know, it's like right. how oh, you experience that failure and yeah, so. Absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. And the stuff with the kids, man, oh, it's so tough because And all of us, all three of us came from different backgrounds, all with their own struggles. And, uh, and I saw now like how I project myself on my children is like, I'm going to give them everything. They won't ever have to go through what I went through. Right. But what I went through made me who I am today. So it's such a struggle for me internally of like, well, if they don't, if they don't experience what I went through, then will they be weaker people because of that? So I love that, Sarah, like absolutely. And and they have to, they have to have failure and they're never going to have this perfect life and they have to learn how to deal with it and and be better people because of it. And and that's so telling. Absolutely. Yes, Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. All right, well, let's talk about Dear Photographer a little bit. How the hell did that awesome thing come to be? Okay, so so I guess I should talk about um, Jess a little bit because we read a a blog together, and um, um, it didn't end up kind of coming to fruition, and it Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, went to the wayside. And... It was like I was at a time where I had gotten a little bit of like the blogging side of it. And all of a sudden, I just had this idea. I was like, I want to read something that speaks to me, you know? It's like, what do I care about? And I think that's like what a lot of people tell you, like in writing, like you have to speak about what you know. Yep. And I just wanted to have others share with me about their journeys and about the beginning because I used to like go through Facebook and I used to be so down about my work and I used to go through like the photographer's latest you know when you have have, like a little profile photo Mm -hmm. I used to click on that photo and I used to scroll back all the way to the beginning to make myself feel better because I knew (laughs) that I wasn't at that stage because I would see like how are they making this insane art like I wreck my brain and I used to shoot every day and I'm like I'm just not creating what I what I want and I have to keep working on it but it, you know you get tired and you're like just let mm-hmm. me arrive just let yep. me be there already <laughs> right. so I used to do that and I was like I want to see everybody's first image you know mm-hmm. and that became the base of like dear photographer and writing something that was meaningful to your journey and writing a letter to yourself or to your future self or anything that was a part of your journey and that's pretty much where it came from you know I was incredibly passionate about that and that is all I can say. I feel like, you know, my blog has been in circulation for going to be three years now, and it feels like it's always been around for me. Right. But yeah, that's 
that's basically what happened. <laughs> I, I love that. And like, obviously now it has evolved into so much more. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of what you do now with your photographer? So we started a publication and I brought on Janelle Payton, who is my editor, who is freaking amazing. Yeah. That lady, I don't even know what I would do without her, but... <laughs> She's amazing. We love her as well. She is incredible. And I owe a great deal to her because she has kind of like, I have a million thoughts running through my head and it's always like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I love that idea. Or, you know, and she's very like, like kind of like very (laughs) calm and like, okay, (laughs) let's sort through that mess to find something that we can use. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so we are doing three publications per year and we have a distributor and one of our goals oh. is to be at Barnes and Noble sometime yeah. in the future. And we just, you know, we have to just keep working at it. And, you know, a lot of people will say that like print is dead or, you know, things like that. But I don't care. I still go out and buy books (laughs) whenever I can. So if, if I'm buying books and other people are interested and, you know, there's nothing like seeing your, your work printed. There's just, it doesn't compare. Oh, especially imagery. Like, you know, holding your imagery in your hands is a whole different experience, you know? Um, So I think that that's why um, magazines that are so image rich, um, are so, so incredible because it's just, there's so much beauty to look at, you know? Yes. Yes. And when it's paired with like some incredible artists that just share their heart, you know, there's like magic in a magazine. So yep, we're very proud of the way that it's shaping out to be. And we continue to blog like three days per week Mm. and, um, our group is active and, but it's just, it's just like, kind of like seeing myself in that leadership role, which I struggle with because I don't want to be like the person that leads it all, but obviously I have to be. And it's just like, <laughs> you just got to do it girl. Like hey. you wanted to start something, you're going <laughs> to see it through. <laughs> no, we, we, Oh, we've been well we've been following you since the beginning of course and it does feel like it's always been around because your presence is so big it's so known and I mean in my feed all the time it's like oh I'm on dear photographer I'm on dear photographer they featured my story whatever and I love watching that journey and I'm so honored to be a part of that in any way and Sarah too and yeah. I, I agree with you that seeing I mean I sobbed like a baby I'm a crier so like Sarah's like <laughs> okay but when I got your first edition in the mail and I was sitting there in my car just flipping through and I was crying because it was so moving. To see it in print is is on another level. It's not the same as seeing it online. It's just oh, not. Right. So yeah, you're connected not. to it in that human way. Like it's like a, it, literally a visceral like connection to the to the pages. It's it's beautiful. And that's one of the things that we do because we do not sell PDFs. And it would be so easy and so much more cost effective to sell a $20 PDF to Mm -hmm. people that didn't want to buy and wait for shipping and all that crazy crap. But (laughs) we're just not, we're, we're not, we don't sell like just 
you know, computer stuff. Like we want you to feel the weight of your work in your hands. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And, and in this industry and especially with our, you know, our, the nature of our social connection right now and everybody's attention span is like 0.2 seconds. I love that you're like, yes, buy it, wait for it in the damn mail, open it up and feel something like that because I promise you it'll be worth it. We want like instant gratification for everything these days. And it's like, just wait a second because we do have to like pre-order all of our issues and it takes a lot of time. And so far, everybody's been very, very patient with us because we have to pay our distributor ahead of time. And, you know, it's all these different things that have to fall into place for all these, for the magazines to be shipped. And, you know, it's all behind the scenes, but it's like, everybody's Mm -hmm. been so lovely and they wait and they're so excited and we love the response that we've been seeing. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's awesome. It really is. And and for those of you that are listening and don't know, Putting together a magazine is no joke. Uh, nope. Sarah and I have done it, and we've done it for our nonprofit, and it is a huge, it's a huge, huge undertaking. It's, it's a labor of love behind it. <laughs> it's, it's insane, and but then when you see it all done, and people are getting it in the mail, and they're like, like doing Instagram stories of flipping through it and how beautiful it is, you're just like, this is why we did. Yep. That. I don't yep. think there's anything better than actually completing it and then yep. holding it in your hands. But the process to get there is long and hard and difficult. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. And I have to give absolutely 100% of the credit to Janelle, because she yep. is like, she's magic. And yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Well, we need to get her on here and talk to her as well. Yes, you do. You do. She's incredible. (laughs) So do it. Oh, we love her. Okay, so what is in store for you guys in the next year? Like, what's coming up for you? I know that you're talking about a retreat. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, our workshop is actually uh, June 8th, 9th, and 10th, which, you know, is, is... I love the feel of big conferences. I just don't want to attend a big conference it you feel mostly like just a part of a number yeah so I think the solution for me was making a workshop that was conference style in the way that you still get sponsors and you still get you know interacting with companies and you you get you know all the good stuff at a small small scale because you know obviously my numbers aren't there as far as like a big big um um, like a big group that I have, I mean, like, uh, my team to hold yes. something like that is right. not there, sure. but I love the idea of a small conference style workshop. And that is what we're doing in June. We have like incredible sponsors and we're hosting a gallery. Like we are busting out the wine and the appetizers and you can see all of the, mm-hmm. uh, people's work, um, at the Ace Hotel in Portland. So that's going to be really special because, and I think we'll expand on that because I think um, we have a, an amazing partner, which is um, White House Custom Color. Nice. I don't know if you guys print through them, but they've always have. like done incredible work for me. And I love their stuff. So we reached out to them and they were so gracious. And they were, you know, like, yes, of course, we jumped on board. And I reached out to Tamron. I don't even know mm. if I'm saying that name right. Yes, you and are, girl. <laughs> 
it was insane because I, I was like, hey, you know, I represent Dear Photographer. And she was like, I read your blog. And oh. that was like the person who represents, you know, yes. Cameron. And it was so awesome and so humbling to think that they're paying attention to something yeah. that I'm doing. So it was really cool that she actually knew what Dear Photographer was. And right. they are giving away a lens. And I just, you know, it's a conference oh. style small workshop. And it's just going to be awesome. I love it. And, yeah, oh, I can't wait for that. June is going to be do you have like your lineup of teachers and so forth ready for that or are you still yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we do. We have four mini session teachers and I'm actually teaching at this one because <gasps> I think, nice. yeah, I've never, I, I feel like I have a lot to offer in that spectrum of things for mm-hmm. teaching, but I just have like so many ideas and it's like, you have to learn to simplify and get your thoughts in order and that I think that's what makes a good teacher when they are able to to run through the things with you without making you more confused sure absolutely (laughs) sure well there it definitely is it's it's no joke man and teaching live is no joke but we've seen you obviously teach through us and oh, you have so much to offer and your hybrid oh, shooting and, and all of these concepts that you kind of engineered. You took like all these typical concepts, but you made them make sense to so many people. And so I, that's one of the reasons why we love you so much. Oh, truly. I love that. And I've gotten like such great response from everybody at Unravel. So I'm so grateful that you guys allowed me to do that for people. Oh, man. No, we're we're so stoked to have you every time. Um and then we have some we have some student questions actually we can lead right into that we're talking about our our student body um, that well we had a ton but we'll, <laughs> we'll minimize it to just a few for for time's sake um, but in regards to hybrid shooting I'll actually skip around because I had one about that um, after this student watched your course and talking about hybrid shooting and can you explain that to everybody though and explain it to our viewers so I think for me. Um... Hybrid shooting was about mixing documentary and lifestyle and a little bit of conceptual work, which which I've now added because I do love conceptual work, you know, and it's the idea of like, you don't have to fit into one specific genre. Like you can just mash your work to be what you want it to be. And you can take different elements from documentary and different elements from lifestyle and conceptual work. And just make it what speaks to you. And I think that's, you know, that's what I do for my clients. I let my creative heart soar by shooting freelancing and, you know, doing my thing with um, creative compositions and storytelling. But then I also give them the, you know, those images that they want. And I know that they crave because I am a mother and I know that I want those details and I know that I want that connection. So it's like meshing everything into this little pot and making something out of it that speaks my name and, you know, my work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So how much of like a client gallery would you say is stuff that's for them and how much would you say is stuff that's for you creatively I I kind of say 50 50 because I am like in love with all types of light and I just want to explore all that light when I'm with a client and Mm -hmm. if we can do that I I am not like the type of like sit there and look pretty like I don't I give (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's so boring to me. But <laughs> I think I've told you guys that I like shoot how I blog and I create a mm-hmm. narrative and the story as I see it evolve, like sort of like I'm shooting a film. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as it's moving through, I need to see some movement in my in my images and see the story unfold and end. So it's 50 50. You know, I make sure I get yeah. those shots in there that work for them. And but that also are like in pair with my work that mm-hmm. and everything else is like freelanced or, you know, compose yeah. weird or you know, I, when it comes to conceptual stuff, like if I see like some cool color and we can, we can, I can ask them to do something. That's when, when I think it's conceptual, when I'm like, Hey, let's create something within this moment. Yeah. That's when I'm like, you know, making the effort to make something different in that moment. Absolutely. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I love, I love that you say that. And I do, I think that you do have a, a very cinematic feel to your work. Um, your entire body of work and I see that within like a client gallery or even when you shot for our nonprofit and gave the the gift of a mm. gallery to a to a family is um, impacted by autism even even in that that's purely documentary that there's like a, a cinematic feel to your entire body of work and I love yeah, that so much absolutely I agree everything it was like one of the few spectrum inspired sessions I've seen that was really really close to your entire body of work like it just it totally said you all over it you know whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of times when we have photographers come in for spectrum inspired they feel like they have to fit into a box but I love that when you shoot no matter what you just stay true to yourself and really um embrace like your quirky side you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) all them quirks (laughs) <laughs> yes yes lots of lots of those oh that's the best mm-hmm. but truly you look at an image of yours and you know, already know it's yours and isn't that isn't that it like isn't that it like oh, I don't want to say that like when we talk about like arrived or made it like I don't think those things exist um yeah that'd be so boring you know be like oh well this is it now okay I guess I'm here then what <laughs> then growing Right. We're always growing and evolving. Always, always. And and I know that for people that are just starting out, uh, for those of you that are listening that are just new to the game, th- there is no end point. So no. enjoy the journey now because it, it will evolve and you will grow and you, you will get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm comfy here. Like I like this, but you're still wanting more and craving more learning and more knowledge. And if you ever get to a point where you're not you need to switch it up because we're all still doing that. No matter who you are or what level you think you're at, we're never there. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So Sarah, do you have, I think you had a couple of student questions too. I don't want to hog the mic. Here. Um, no, <laughs> the only question I had was from April Krause and she asked if AJ would marry her. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Aaron. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, think, I, I think we that. answered oh, yeah, April's right. about yep. dear photographer. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. It was Aaron. She said, I love Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Marry me. All right. She's so cute. Long, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's have a communal marriage. Everybody gets oh, married. <laughs> talk about a mommune where we just all go, we take our kids and we just raise them all together and grow, like, I don't know, beads and stuff. Oh and my like, God. That would be amazing. Home. We found our property when we were in Colorado. We were like, oh, yes, there it is. Did. 
Nice, nice. <laughs> like a, a little shack in, in a field. Yes. <laughs> Send me a rent invoice. I'm down. All right. Great. We will. <laughs> that would be the dream. It's the dream for all of us. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. I had a couple other questions from students. Oh. Um, so, and then we'll, and then we'll wrap it up. So how much do you allow yourself, like obviously with your photographer being such a huge part of what you do work-wise, how many client sessions do you allow yourself monthly? So living in Chicago, it's like bitter cold. (laughs) (laughs) So when from December until March, and even right now, like we have like crazy rain days, I don't even start taking clients until June, which I have like two lined up in June, July. And, um, but I think that I, I go with the flow a lot. So if a client just spur the moment comes up and, you know, I have one the next day, like, I don't, I don't, I, I think I thrive when I have like deadlines mm-hmm. and I don't overcomplicate things, even though I overcomplicate everything else when it comes to shooting <laughs> and clients, it's just like, I, I think I have my my process pretty streamlined where it's like if somebody pops up and needs to be, you know, incorporated into my schedule, then I do that because I have streamlined blogging for Dear Photographer. So mm-hmm. it takes me like 15 to 20 minutes to do that, to, to blog it physically. Right. Yes. But, you know, um, we have submissions that come in and, you know, I take like 15 to 20 minutes to send emails to have content. Right. Like 15 to 20 minutes to engage in our social media. So I think dividing my time accurately helps. But I take on if probably like a client a week. Yeah. If I can. Yeah. Like yeah. mini session or full session because I do minis. So, okay. yeah. Cool. yeah how do you, amount. no doubt, because it can get overwhelming. It can really yes. get overwhelming when, you ha- when you're wearing too many hats. And we've all been there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it definitely does. <laughs> and I think that was like one of the things where I was like, okay, I need Janelle. I need Yep. I need her to help on the Dear Photographer magazine. Yeah, things. you can't do it alone. I feel like that's one of the keys to um kind of finding yourself on this creative journey is finding your people and like the people that you can connect with and start little adventures with and um, you know, just to have as like your support and to have your back when you need it, you know, like when I'm yes. having, when I have a bad day, you know, I turn to Co and I'm like, today sucks. Like, help me get through this or like, I'm uninspired. Yeah. Like, help me be inspired. You know, it's like, it's yep. all about finding who can lift you up and bring you back, you know? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I've, I feel like I found a lot of that on, in social media, which is Sounds crazy, but I met like <laughs> I have this quote where like I never thought I would say it. Like I have met the best people online. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's true. All of yes. my best friends, like as of today, are like random people who I stalked online for a while. <laughs> right. You know? so like, finally became my friends. Like, yay! I was like, you know? It's like almost poetic. Yeah. Yeah. We met online and fell in love and the rest is history. (laughs) We did. And when we're old ladies, we'll be able to talk about that. Remember Facebook and how I met you on Facebook? What's Facebook? (laughs) Oh, sounds old old, mom. Nice. Here, have another, have another glass of wine. Um, No, but truly, and, and I, I seriously can't talk enough about how grateful I am. 
what we do at Unraveled, there's, there's no way we could do this by ourselves. You know, there's, there's no way we could do any of this by ourselves. And, and that's a really humbling thought. And I know a lot of village, it totally takes the village because like Sarah said, like there's, there's days where I'm like, Hey, I got 10,000 kid things to do today. And my client work is way past due. And I I just can't, like, I can't, I need you. And she's there, you know, and vice versa. And we've worked together on so many different projects and so many different things for almost three years now. And like, I couldn't do this stuff without her. Like, I'm so grateful for that. And, and we have such a good working relationship, you know, like, and, and we, we understand and respect our, our own quirks and differences and we're very different people, but we come together and work together so well. And I see that with your photographer, your photographer's thriving. And, and I don't even think we're giving it enough credit what a big deal it is. Like yeah. it's such a big fucking deal. Oh, and, my God. and we're not even touching on that, but everybody already knows. So we're good. But <laughs> so much to put, to keep that going and to keep it not only going, but thriving and incredibly inspirational, which it is. And it does. It takes a tribe. It takes a yeah, village. It does. It does. Oh, well, I think with that, <laughs> let's wrap up. This is the best conversation. Thank you so much for being here. And you guys, if you're not already following her and your photographer, you need to be. Um, what she's doing is is transcendent. It's changing the world. So um, oh we love goodness. you. And uh, we can't wait to see what you do this next year. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. And yeah, just keep learning, keep growing and go look for crazy light everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Bye guys. Thank you for having bye, honey. me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you are here, and we hope you walk away inspired as hell. If you are not already a student in Unraveled Academy, we'd love for you to join us. So go to www.theunraveledacademy.com and join our tribe today. And that link will also be posted in the show notes here. We have a seat with your name on it.